What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. 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 We are your hosts, Chase and Miles, and we are, once again, at the Lucky Duck. Welcome, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on YouTube. Um, cheers, Miles. Cheers. Cheers. Um, what are we enjoying today? This is an old-fashioned with three types of bitters. Yes. One of them is going to be habanero bitters. Mm. One of them is orange bitters. Yep. And the last one is the mystery bitters, which you'll find out if you buy the book. Yeah. Probably. What's the Probably. third one? Mole bitters? <laughs> Mole, yeah, that's right. Uh, there's a name for this cocktail, actually. It is, you're right by calling it an old-fashioned, because it is, by all intents and purposes, an old-fashioned, but it is an Albuquerque old-fashioned. Right. Because them peoples down there be doing some crazy shit with their old-fashions. Um, yeah, so three different there. types of bitters, uh, and you can make it at home, too. Pause and get yourself one of these and hit the play button, sit back, relax. This is going to be a great episode. We are 49 episodes deep into this show. Thanks for uh, continuing to listen and tune in. Uh, 49. 49. Means we've done over 100 hours. Yeah. 100 hours of just straight bullshitting and... uh, Hopefully, we've made uh, some of those hours of your life a little bit better, a little bit more enjoyable, a little more boozy, a little boozy. Check out our Instagram if you want to check out the uh, recipes and drink photos. Drink photos are pretty bomb. If you ever like, if you're ever in a in a in a pickle and you're like, "What should I drink?" I don't know. I wish there was a place where I could go to get inspired and make really approachable cocktails and by that i mean none of this bullshit that has to ferment in your fridge for a week before you drink it i'm talking stuff that you can grab liquor right off your shelf your local uh liquor store you know the one next to the 7-eleven that everybody goes to like you sometimes see a sketchy guy outside drinking from a paper bag that liquor store yeah we're not overly complicated but we make some tasty drinks and i hope you uh find it uh as useful as i do because i sometimes find myself looking at that put down the mimosa everybody nobody likes those anymore it's just for sundays yeah plus it's got tons of sugar in it yeah right all that have a delicious cocktail all that orange juice who who's still out there straight drinking orange juice when they wake up you know, I feel like only diabetic. People, <laughs> right? Like I was at a, I was at a leadership seminar the other uh, last week, and they had these like a, like a continental breakfast, kind of like you know muffins, bagels, you know cream cheese, and then they had like big two big old jugs of orange juice, and I'm just looking around the room, I'm like nobody touched it over the two yeah. days that we had this seminar, and it's I'm just the same jug too. Or the two. Days. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we'll just saran wrap this bitch. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I mean, I don't. I think it's like something that yeah, it's it's people don't ju- do anymore. Orange juice is good, but it's great. It's tastes good. It's like the sugar. Any bomb. other juice, you just don't drink it straight. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta water it down. It, put it in something. Put it in a drink. Yeah, except for a mimosa on a Friday. Mm. People in Thailand apparently. Uh, 
they do this drink where it's like half orange juice and half coffee. They don't do that. They do. We talked Google about it. this. No, did we at the last podcast? I don't know. Now we, I know we, you and I specifically talked about this. Look it up. I want to know what it's called. Say Thai Thai drink half coffee half orange juice. I bet you it's the thing. It was on. Uh, I was watching Bling Empire on Netflix. It was the, <laughs> of course you were. It was the New York version. There's like a spinoff show of the original. What is it, Miles? So it's a drink. I don't know if it's Thai, mm-hmm. but someone says you'll be over the moon if you try it. So basically, you know, I, I tried something like this once. It was instead of instead of it being orange juice, it was Mountain Dew. Mm. I was in college. Ew. And Mountain Dew and, and coffee? <laughs> Double whammy caffeine. Here you are talking about how orange juice and coffee is going to be so good. And well, orange juice Dew? isn't carbonated. Mountain it just Dew? feels like that brings a whole new dimension to coffee. Maybe that's why it was bad. <laughs> carbonated coffee? Yeah. I don't think I've ever had carbonated coffee before. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I, I poured it out. I could have put money on that. I was like in basically high school at the time. Yeah. Well, it's a thing. Yeah. What is it called? It's called a iced coffee orange juice. How original. But it has to be Straight iced coffee. Point. Though. You can't have. No, I imagine if you pour hot it, orange juice is pretty bad. <laughs> like I can't. That's not even a thing, right? <laughs> hot orange juice. Yeah. It's like a hot toddy almost, uh, but not. <laughs> like yeah, can I get? Imagine like going to the breakfast place. You're like, can I get a hot orange juice? And they're like, what? <laughs> and then to one one layer above that, you're like, can I get a hot orange juice? And can you? Put half coffee, half orange juice. I typed in hot orange juice drink into the search engine, and the first ad was beverages at Walmart. Everything's hot. (laughs) Come get it. Like, of course, Walmart would be advertising. Do you like hot orange juice? Come on down to Walmart. Mm -hmm. We got plenty of that. I think it might be a thing. Spiced orange juice. Yeah, I mean, there's like hot cider. I think that's probably the closest thing you could get to like a hot orange juice because it's still like a. Well, apples aren't really citrus, but they're, it's like a, fr- a hot fruit drink. Um, that's true. I bet you there's somebody out there that's like, I drink hot orange juice every day, and I have no illness. It cures everything. I doubt that's a thing. Well, guys, there's a lot of people that say that uh, apple cider vinegar cures like sore throats, headaches, and stuff like that. Yeah, I had a friend who used to gargle. Or no, he wouldn't gargle. He would make a drink every morning with vinegar and something else in it. And he, yeah, he just drank that every morning. I just can't imagine torturing myself that many times. Yeah. There's this shit that, um, somebody was telling me about. It's like kombucha. No, but it is like a root. It's like a fermented root drink. It's not kava. It's like kava adjacent. It's apparently like this powder and you can put it in your orange juice or I don't know, pick whatever, thing you drink in the morning um and it gives you like a a stimulated like high it's and it's legal and it's like eastern medicine adjacent powder stuff some gentleman i went skiing with Hmm. a couple weeks ago that's uh i don't i don't know he even had it at the place we were staying at and i was like he's like yeah i bring it everywhere i have it every day i'm like whoa Hmm. um and it's legal it's a plant? It, yeah, it's like one of those things that's like, like you know what kava is? It's like a root, and you like steep it like tea. Oh, okay. And it has like 
I don't know. It has like psycho psychotropic or psychedelic. Um, is this one legal too? Things. Yeah, yeah. You can actually buy it in pill kava. form. Apparently, it's not as effective though. That's like the kava is like the rest the fast casual chain kava, but with a C. Mm, oh yeah, I don't think that's the same thing. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he puts it in his OJ and he drinks it and he says it gives him like a euphoric, like it's almost like Adderall in a way. Um, does it kill his appetite too? It might, I don't know. seems like something that you could easily overdo. I think he's just using cocaine. Oh yeah, that could be it. He's like, this is a great thing I use. It's fucking amazing. Have you ever tried it? Is it, is it ginseng? No, no, that's, that's just caffeine, you know? I, yeah, I guess that's, a, or that's, that's what like they use what as they, a stimulant and well, energy yeah, they put drinks. In like, yeah, monster. Right. And yeah, this. I don't know. I just googled alternatives to kava, and one of them was like alcohol. Oh wait, no, maybe mm. it's just something else. Yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I'm the type of person that's generally like groggy in the morning. Yeah, me too. Once I have coffee, usually I'm okay though. Yeah, except for most other days. I can't just like wake up and then suddenly have like a full blown conversation with somebody. I kind of have to like ease into like my consciousness. I can if something exciting happened, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, I I suppose that's like it's really most weird. People can do that. How different you can feel in the morning when you're motivated by something. Yeah, totally, totally. So yeah, I, I could see how like that's it, really a mental thing. Like it's really a thing. Like if I look at my phone in the morning and I see an email, a really positive email, I can be very energetic and happy in the morning. Mm-hmm. Kind of like euphoric, like this, this magic herb that this guy's using. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could imagine you could train your body to act that way every morning, right? Yeah. If your body could do that just based on something you saw, mm. you could somehow train your body to feel the same way mm-hmm. off of some other like to react to something else, right? Yeah, I think it also just like uh, part of it, like coffee for me, obviously it has caffeine, but there's also like something very like ritualistic that your body gets used to. Like whether it's, even if it's something without caffeine, like maybe it's um, orange juice, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like your body doesn't know it should be like doing like active things or like critical thinking until it has this thing because you have it every morning and it's like, yeah. it's like the key to, um, that's probably a thing. Yeah. Right. Like sometimes people who smoke, it's more like just the smoking part of it. Yeah. It's like yeah. It motivates them, gives them a better buzz. Yeah. Right. They feel happier after. Yeah. Not just because of yeah. the nicotine, but like, cause they smoked. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, like for cigarettes, uh, there's like this euphoric high that you get when you smoke it, like for the first time, or like if you haven't had one in a while, and then like that goes away after like your second and third time, now it's just like a thing you do. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just the nicotine though, right? Yeah, I guess that's your body getting used to it. But if I... But same thing, like you're, uh, I've heard very similar things with caffeine. Like if you go on a caffeine deficit for like, I don't know, a couple months, and then you have the first time, it's like this very like like profound like uh, euphoric experience right yeah and then you wish you feel that way all the time yeah then you're like oh man i gotta keep gotta then you keep chase the dragon coffee. yeah yeah uh i don't know that's why i do heroin <laughs> yeah actually 
sometimes I get a lot of pleasure in going to the coffee shop and getting a coffee, an iced latte from a really good coffee shop. It's not just the coffee that I'm having. It's that feeling of, or it's not the caffeine that I'm having. It's the feeling of having, drinking that coffee, like that familiar taste. And yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it, it allows us to find a bit of comfort in like the, there's like a trivialness or like a, there's a, it's like a, yeah, it's a comfort of familiarity in a way, you know? Um, it's like getting into your bed at home when you've been traveling for a while and you're like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is my bed. I'm so used to this. This is like comfort for me. Yeah. It's like comfort food in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you like smell the banana that's been in your bed for two weeks. Mm. Like, yes. All right, so the stuff I just reached out to a lifeline, it's called Kratom. Kratom. C-R-A-T-O-M. Kratom. Bum, 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 bum. I think it's actually K-R-A-T-O-M. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Yeah, so what is it? So what is Kratom? So we're going to learn this from the DEA.gov. Ooh, the government. What is it? Bad. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't fucking it's do abused. it. It's abused. Don't even try it. Kratom is a tropical tree native to so- Southeast Asia. Consumption of its leaves produces both stimulant effects in low doses and sedative effects in high doses and can lead to psychotic symptoms and psychological and physiological dependence. Kratom leaves contain two major psychoactive ingredients. I'm not going to pronounce those. These leaves are crushed and then smoked between... Brewed with tea... Okay, so they're crushed then smoked or brewed with tea, or placed into gel capsules. Kratom has a long history of use in Southeast Asia, where it's commonly known as thang. Get that thang. Get that thang, le thang. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> in the U.S., the abuse of Kratom has increased markedly in recent years. So the what's the legal status? It is not controlled under the Controlled Substances Act. However, there are many state regulations or prohibitions against the possession and use of kratom yeah so i think in colorado you can possess and legally purchase it um and i've heard both kava and kratom um while used in a very similar way uh taste pretty terribly like okay as you'd imagine it's like drinking i mean it sounds water it sounds kind of like cocaine a little bit yeah right like it's like a I guess well, the sedative effects, maybe not. Yeah, definitely not the sedative or the psychoactive uh, That's true. So, nature. Well, I was just thinking, I guess more like the coca leaf because mm-hmm. the stimula effects, like how they were saying, basically you take the leaf and crush it up. I don't know, mm-hmm. brew it. Mm-hmm. That's like the same thing with the leaf they make cocaine from. I guess then, I don't know after it's actually when it's actually used then you have a different effect from it yeah yeah i think uh the person that i was uh talking to about this he uses it as a way to relax stay focused um so what does he do with it he mixes it into something he mixes it in the oj because i think it's generally terrible tasting so you have to like mix it into something to like basically you know be able to drink it so he mixes an oj which is like a obviously high sugar 
specific taste. So now we know why people drink OJ. Now we know why it's still in business because all these crotum, kratom users. Addicts. Just addicts. Those degenerates. So I wonder if you get day. wonder if you get a uh withdrawals from it when you after you're done taking it. Yeah, I wonder. I don't yeah, I wonder what the mechanisms uh you know we should talk to you about this? Maybe Michael Butler I think he might be coming on the podcast in June. Oh, let's go. Mm. Yeah. So, like, what are the what what are the what is it binding to? You know, um, like, I think cocaine what is uh, received by serotonin receptors or something like that. Yeah, and then like, like then there's marijuana, which binds to um cannabinoid receptors like what is what is what is the uh the agency of this drug when it enters your body and like what what is uh taking effect um yeah so the psychoactive ingredients are mitrogenine and seven hydrox something same word same word. Mm. No one cares. Interesting. Anyway. Do your own research, people. We're yeah. just here to introduce it to you. Jesus Christ. Don't take our recommendation. Go this out and our do... podcast. Yeah. Stop. We can talk about what we want. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't did nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what's uh I find pretty great? Um, and it's been like couple years since this has gotten out is iphone's like wake up feature or it's like bedtime feature and in, in the uh the the alarm or clock app you like it's it, the sleep wake i love it i think it's great where you you can you can basically uh set your schedule you tell it like what time you want to wake up then it like suggests when you should go to bed and then instead of like the um the typical alarms that we grew up using which is like you know, the eh, eh, eh. it has like a nice soothing, like it kind of like is very low toned, very like, and it, and it kind of builds, 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 builds. And it's like kind of loud. So it kind of wakes you up, but it's, it's like a very like easy wake up. I haven't tried this. It's a, it's, you haven't tried this. Oh, okay. it's, it's called wake up. Um, okay. I have the bedtime reminder that yeah. tells me when I should go to bed. And it, so there's a couple of different like smooth, soothing tones to wake up to, but it's it's great. It, it's like the it's it's the equivalent of somebody going, "Hey, hey, Miles, it's time to get up, buddy." What happens did if you, I don't get up? Did you have a good night, sleepy, sleepy? No, huh? I want to sleep longer. No, you should get up. Come no. on, I'm getting a little louder now. Come on, Miles, wake up. Yeah, the the day is right is ahead of you. Come on, buddy. Are we allowed to punch the phone? Well, in comparison to what I we all grew up, which is that stupid little analog digital, you know, alarm clock with the snooze button on top. Yeah, and it was like, eh, 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 and you like slapped at the snooze. Yeah, that's the equivalent of like somebody going, "Wake the fuck up, Miles! You stupid son of a bitch! It's ready to rock this world. Let's yeah. go!" And I have PTSD now. Yeah, nobody wants to be woken up that way. Everybody wants the the first one. The hey buddy, hey sleepy. Do we want that for real? I want that. Does it work? It works pretty well. I'm not like fuck. I gotta get up. It's like oh okay, all right. I guess it's time to wake up. Have you forgotten to wake up at all since you've been using this? Mm -mm. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Pretty great. Pretty great. I'll give it a try and I'll report next podcast. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not for everybody. Maybe maybe people do need that like, like that sudden jolt of like wake the fuck up. You know? I think that I've had an alarm before that gets progressively louder, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't remember why I got rid of it. Mm. I, I had maybe it's Alexa. Russ, R- Russell was my roommate in college for a spell, and he used to sleep through the the one that's like ah, 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 like yeah, I know. on full blast, and it was incredible. the The ability to sleep through that was incredible. It's kind of scary. It's a little scary, yeah, because you could you could sleep through a fire alarm. Yeah, yeah. I was always just shocked and in awe of his ability to completely zone that out and continue to sleep. I wonder if you could somehow train his subconscious to where if you went into his room while it was going off mm. and took like a baseball bat and smacked him over the head with it. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to wake up. It, no, he'll wake up. But do you think the next time his body's like, fuck, I hear that noise. I'm going to die if I don't get up and he gets mm. up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a fight or flight moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's not thinking it, but it's like his internal body is make is the sub yeah, this mm. reaction that he just doesn't control. He just wakes up. Well, you got to wonder is his ability to f- to sleep through those alarms a conditioning of sorts where he's He's had that alarm for years. He knows, you know, it's familiar to him. It it doesn't really induce a fight or flight. So I'm wondering if you beat him up for a year straight, yeah. if he would just continue to sleep through that too. It's so just you, a, a condition, another conditioning. You have to change it up. So like, you know, I, I, let's say, okay, so I was just reading the thing about Kratom addiction mm-hmm. and it says that 50% of people became dependent on Kratom mm-hmm. Uh, after using it for six months. Mm. So six months is probably when he's going to get used to being beat the shit out of, right? So I was thinking, chop off one toe. That's another six months. How many toes does he have? <laughs> you know what I mean? You could go a couple a years. a short study, that's for sure. What do you mean a short study? Well, if you're trying to study the effect of it, no, we're not you trying only to have st- 10 days. We're not trying to study <laughs> the effect of it. We are... No, I'm talking for Russell... Mm-hmm. So first beat the shit out of him. Six months later, he gets used to being beat up, right? Mm-hmm. So cut off a toe, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'll remember that feeling yeah, and yeah. he'll wake up every morning. So like, you don't have to cut a, off another so, toe. Well, you have to have the looming... Uh, the looming... Uh, yeah, it's the noise. Uh, it's the noise with that thing. No, no, no. I'm just saying you have to have... He has to have the looming threat of another toe being cut off. Yeah, he does, he never he knows when it's going to happen. He never knows. So it's yeah. like it could what be you do is you bang a pan right before, slice a toe off, mm. and then every so morning... Like Pavlov's like, conditioning now? Sure. Yeah. Then you bang the pan every morning, right? So you could do that... And then, I don't know, waterboard him one day, right? There's a lot of things. You could really mix this up. Yeah, you could get creative. Like he could constantly feel like he's going to die. Yeah, yeah. Or just lose a toe. Well, I tell you, there's, there, there is a, uh, I don't know, I guess depending on the person, whether or not how much they value sleep. Feel pain also. Oh. I don't know. Um, banging pans to wake somebody up really can make you start to resent the person. <laughs> 
So you got to, it can't be us because we want to be friends. Yeah, yeah, we have a robot to it. It has to be somebody third party. Yeah. Because I got woken up a lot of times growing up with pots and pans when I was a teenager. Didn't really like my parents in that moment. Got to say, built up some resentment around that. Wasn't great. Dad. Yeah. Dad. You never understood me. You know, it's got spicier the further I get down. I tell you. What did you tell me? I told you that it it's spicy. You it has tell a spice me it would to get it. Spicy. You were like, I don't, I don't really taste. I didn't spice. taste anything at first. Okay, fair enough. Now so I'm. This habanero. You told me that you would bring over habanero powder. Yeah, I you told you that, it. and you laughed at me. I did not laugh. I said, "Hey, maybe we could snort some lines of habanero." All right, I may have laughed powder. at that. But I didn't laugh at the drink application of it. Well, you should have said, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea, Miles. Yeah, but I should have redirected. Hey, while that sounds like a great idea to snort habanero powder, how about instead we try first using it in a drink? When does this episode come out? Probably in next tomorrow. Okay. So, and we're filming another episode on Thursday. Yeah. So, how about we say this on the podcast? We're going to, for our next guest, put habanero powder on the rim of the drink and not tell him. Ooh. That gets a little druggy. Not druggy. A little rapey. It's got rapey vibes. We have him sign a contract before (laughs) that says, I'm okay with being I'm okay with being drugged. By entering into this podcast, you are are okay to being subject to A, rape. Yeah. Two, drinks with habanero powder. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. I mean, this is this podcast is uh, funded by um, One American News Network, and so they won't care. That's true. We don't have any other sponsors. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about that. I'm sorry. Well, you did do the one chip challenge. That's What's true. One? Uh, Our next episode uh episode 50. Oh, Got to do something special. For this 50. is like the fifty-year anniversary. This is—it feels like a big moment for us. Yeah, as a podcast, fifty episodes may not seem like a lot. You know, what we should get what we should get some of those things that they use at the baby showers. No, yeah, what's no? What's the the reveal? Oh, gender the reveal. Gender reveal. Yeah, you know, you yeah. turn it and it goes. Yeah, it gets know. glitter everywhere. It's not. It's not, it's not woke enough. But we should me. do like really, really small glitter, the kind that's hard to clean. Oh yeah. So yeah. that you'll always remember that don't, day. I don't want that. I actually don't want that. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get one some. That has to clean I'll bring that. some over. All right, don't do that. Going to Party City later. Mm. See what time they're open till. Or we could do uh, Edward Forty Hands. Do a couple four locos. Oh, on each arm. I think the problem is that we have to go snowboarding the next day. Yeah, it's probably not a good yeah. idea. Yeah, hungover snowboarding still effective. You can do it. It's fun. It's, it's possible. It's not fun. Um, it's not that fun, especially when you have to hike a mile. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 a problem. It's part of the experience. Throwing up halfway because you're hungover on the hike. I feel like you could die. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think we're pretty we're pretty resilient, us humans. I don't think so. Yeah, not me. You, um, you can do it. I believe in you. Some of the other people we're going with, I don't know. I don't know if they can do it. Do you want to name any names? Mm, I don't want to dead name anybody. Okay. We'll leave it at that. All right. So, what's the latest on the street? 
well, the latest Which stock picks do you have? I don't really have any stock picks. Uh, basically, uh, it's all downhill. Actually, uh, this morning I saw that Home Depot uh, missed their earnings. Okay. Which isn't a great sign. Isn't a great sign because uh, yeah, it's not a great sign for the home renovation well, TV shows. Well, I was gonna say home renovations in general. Yeah. Sign of a good economy is when people are making improvements to their homes. Yeah, not so great uh, sign if people aren't putting. They don't have cap either. Have capital to do it, or they're 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 being conservative with their money. Yeah, and what's well, a good um, thing though? Being conservative with your money, not for no, the economy. No, I mean it's good that the economy is worse. Uh, well, if you're talking about healthy cycles, I suppose. I mean, well, how well I'm just saying that that's just going to bring down inflation. That was the point of what the Fed did. Oh, they did it on purpose. So it's good. It worked. It worked, I suppose, as long as it just doesn't continue to spiral down. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Well, no promises there. Mm mm mm. Probably will. Probably. Yeah, probably not great. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They've been saying that I will for the last year, so Well, I think I think it might be good for some industry, not so much for other industry, right? Hmm. Um hospitality industry might benefit from that. People still have to eat. Also, people who are getting laid off from tech jobs might go back to the industry they left when they went to go do that. And I'm talking not talking about engineers and developers and yeah, I don't know. coders. I'm talking about the project managers, the admins, yeah. the all, the people who aren't actually doing the tech work. They're just doing the support tech work. I feel like it's what, what happened in 08. What I've been hearing though is that most of those jobs are can like all those people can be rehired pretty quickly. Yeah, probably. Because I was seeing something the other day that a lot of the companies that are doing layoffs actually don't have to. Mm. They're just doing it because... Forecast. There's a reason. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but... Yeah, I mean, we certainly... doesn't feel like we're in a recession, maybe because we haven't hit the bottom yet. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're a comp- if you're a giant corporation... You have smart people working for you, and you have people who are projecting economic futures and speculation. And if they say, "Hey, it looks like we might, not, it may be pretty bad next year or in the next two years," I think the course of action is to cut cut some of your losses early, huh. so so you don't get crushed in your your you know quarterly stock earnings call <laughs> review, right? Trying to set yourself up for success in yeah. the future. Yeah, I guess I I think there was something else related to it. I can't remember what it is. I mean, it's definitely related to that because you had Facebook when they announced layoffs and whatnot, their stock price went up. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I mean, right? <clears throat> they're just looking at okay, we are going to lose this much money, and if we cut this many people, then we'll save like 75 percent of that loss or something yeah and it, it will mitigate future future loss right right um because that's what the stock market is basically based on nowadays is futures makes me wonder though because i i saw there were a lot of people who were at some of those companies for like 10 years mm-hmm. it's weird 
usually you think that the layoffs would be like people who were just hired. Yeah. Um, or just people who are younger in the organization because they have less <clears throat> expert knowledge on your products and whatnot, right? Yeah. I I think there's also just like um some people they they grow out of the company and the companies change and some people that have been tenured and were doing things for a long time with the companies, some they they become complacent or they um yeah, but also don't change with the company, and so this is a good, this is a an easy way to get rid of those people. But right? uh, yeah, and also their equity, the amount of equity mm-hmm. they get in the company is usually tied to the number of years that they've been there. Yeah, exactly. So it's so a great it, idea to cut people who have been there longer. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's a good point. It's like, oh well, we don't have to pay his pension if we cut him loose before the twenty year mark, or you know, like yeah. it, there's like a lot of that happening. You know, right. like I think. Facebook did that. Facebook also is like getting uh, reportedly giving a bunch of people like negative performance reviews and to tee them up to be able to fire them. Yeah. But they probably hilarious. deserve it though, honestly. Yeah, all of them. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean there's like too many people <laughs> who work at Facebook, right? Well, it was like uh I think uh that was pretty apparent with Twitter, right? Yeah. It was like go Elon going into Twitter and going like, "What are you fucking what, what does everybody do here?" Like right. And it was, it was hilarious. I think it was uh, one of the podcasts I was listening to. They played a video. It was like last year before he took over. Mm. It was like, oh, uh, come with me to my, on my day in the life of, you know, uh, of, uh, of me working at Twitter. And it was like the most laid back, like chill, like what do you actually do yeah. type of like video. Like, oh, you're doing yoga for two hours. That's That must be pretty productive for twitter i always wonder how those positions come to be though they're pro- a lot of them are like project managers oh. um you know uh at a lot of admin work like it was it was pretty apparent from from the video that this person wasn't like coding it wasn't like somebody who was like actually like developing it was somebody mm-hmm. who's probably just like pushing pushing papers along some, yeah. somehow um and uh yeah you quickly become disposable um yeah especially when when you have somebody like elon who's like a production productivity like person um comes in and makes teams efficient you know yeah um i feel like even those the salaries of those companies for like every position i feel like are usually pretty high mm. relative to most of the rest of the industry Mm mm-hmm and the mm-hmm. huge reason is because you have to put a lot more effort into your work. Yeah, it should be that way, right? Yeah. Um, That's why like, they give you a lot of equity in those companies because mm-hmm. it's an incentive to work a lot harder. Yeah. And keep your job number one because a lot of times that like it scales with the amount of time you've been there, like we just mentioned. Yeah. So yeah, it's to- like a um, socialism is kind of built off this model, right? Um, it's like a socialistic thing. If you join a company and they give you company stock and they're like, Hey, uh, we'll give you 2% earnings or whatever profit sharing or company internal stock. And then like every promotion that you get, you get a little bit more every year you get a cut of the profits. It's like a, a way to, to your point, motivate employees to do their best, 
um, instead of just earning a paycheck, where you, which you can get anywhere, right? Yeah. Go company A, company B, company C. They probably pay you pretty similar across the board for the position that you're in. Yeah. Um, but there's stake in like actually the work that you do. So apparently it doesn't work that well though, because sometimes not. These people aren't working very hard. <laughs> well, I feel like it's at a competitive uh, company. I, well, I think it, that's the that's that's what happens when you get as big as Twitter or Facebook. You have a lot of these jobs, and then you don't have don't really effective know who management does because it gets too big to manage mm-hmm. under like one central like vision or leadership. Um, yeah, I think it was, I think it was Facebook that I read. I think it was that it's like their first major layoff mm. ever. Mm. Ever. They've been around since 2004. I guess that would make sense, right? Because it wasn't it recently that they started losing subscribers for the first time ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. was like a, like two years ago, I think, yeah. or last year or something. Yeah. Which is when their stock price dropped 50%. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. It's just like, uh, well, I guess it's not insane when you have a stock market built on tons of speculation and not mm-hmm. actual earnings or anything, actual like quantitative data. Um, so it's like a major correction. Isn't it weird though? Because I don't know. It'd be a good buy. Well, it just, it it just, I don't know. I, I, I think it's so weird how the stock market works like that. It's so mm-hmm. like it reacts so harshly and the opposite to news that happens right now. Mm-hmm. Like if you really did a lot of analysis on Facebook, you could have predicted this. Sure. You could have predicted that their revenues would have decre- would would eventually uh, decrease, yeah, or that their sub- number of subscribers would eventually stop growing, mm-hmm. uh, that they would lose some based on something like the previous quarters or the previous years and other market research that you've done. So, so why did why all of a sudden was it like the earnings came out and then it's like oh my god, Facebook is like worthless. You know, it's worth fifty percent less. It's just. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think if you have a stock market built on positive, like, bullish expectations and speculations that, like, any bad news, it's like you should be, you're here, your stock price is trading at here, (laughs) but in actuality, you start to become here, then it's like, you get a little bit closer to the actuality, right? Because, like stock market is just ridiculous in that way. And um, it's interesting to see whether or not that, that the stock price is, is where it should be. I, I don't know. Right. Because yeah, it's not a worthless company. If you know, like Facebook has the most active users out of any platform ever yeah, and still does. Well, especially with like the, all the like entire of meta. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like WhatsApp, yeah. Instagram, Instagram and- WhatsApp, um, Facebook, a couple billions. other Oculus, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, <laughs> it, at, at the time, you know, I think the, the flavor of the conversation was like, oh, they're headed towards doom. And you're like, well, it's like, how do you, how, how does a company that's so still prominently dominant in its market become worthless overnight? It doesn't, it's not. It's just like, there's less speculation for positive growth. And I think you'll see a lot of that over the next decade, even like, um, with the existing legacy, not legacy, the existing like blue chip companies 
you know, like there's always going to be like the next big company that comes along and like makes an innovative product and does something yeah, really like crypto kitties or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you, you know, it's like, uh, how many iPhones can Apple realistically sell? Yeah. <laughs> like before something else influences it. Um, yeah. If you look at, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, it seems weird because a lot of people say that it's safe to invest in those big tech companies because they're kind of like too big to fail. Yeah. Too big to fail. But if you look at, for instance, if you look at computers in general, um, like in the seventies and eighties and nineties too, you had IBM mm-hmm. who was like state of the art at making computers and was a huge company. They still are a pretty big company, but they de- didn't grow w- the way they should have. And they kind of just were stagnant the whole time. It was like, they were on the front line making like the top tech. Like they, they still are making a lot of that stuff behind the scenes. It's not like consumer goods, mm-hmm. but they're doing a lot of that. But it's like, I wouldn't invest in IBM. I never would. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the companies now could easily become that way. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, Google. It's like who would have thought that anything could come ar- come around and stand up to Google? And right. within the last six months, we've seen a real like f- a possible downfall of Google, which is like ChatGPT or other equivalents of AI that can do a much better job at what Google does. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just like yeah, for the first time ever, I. I had never understood, like, I, I could, with 100% like certainty, be like, Google will still be the most dominant search engine provider in, in, the, in the next 25, 50 years. But now I'm like, I don't, I'm not really sure about that anymore. Yeah, I feel like they still could be because ChatGPT is great, but it just is what it is, mm-hmm. and that's all it is. Yeah. And so... The whole like Google search engine is, I think at this point, I mean, it's the main feature of Google essentially, but Mm -hmm. they, it's so much more than that. It's like the amount of historical data that they have, Mm -hmm. how all of their stuff works. They have massive amounts of infrastructure around the US, like all this different stuff that they have out there. I think that given the advancements of AI, they could easily implement that into their own product they yeah they could they could before any before somebody else can utilize chat gpt on the scale that google is yeah i mean maybe microsoft could too google google works until people stop using it right yeah but people are only going to stop using it when there's a viable alternative chat gpt is not a viable it's not a it's not a viable alternative yet but I think it was it's like a precursor to what we could understand as a viable alternative. Right. And if and if it's not as good, it will quickly become apparent to everybody because of the globalization of information and and the, the frequency of it that if you're a company and you're wanting to leverage AI and you know that Google's AI isn't as good as like something like ChatGPT. You won't be using it, but in the hyper competitiveness of of the market, unless there's some kind of financial incentive not to, right? So like, if ChatGPT goes out of beta and is like, okay, it's a thousand dollars a month, and then Google goes, okay, well, we have something that's like 
not as great. It's still pretty good. It can do like some basic things. It's well, not as flashy, and, and ours is free. Yeah, what's a thousand dollars a month though? Like what? What to who? To consumers? To, to anybody with an account to use it or something? Yeah, but what are they doing? Access to Chat GPT, the the actual platform. Yeah, but that's itself. my that's my point is like, I I don't think it's there. Like, their Chat GPT is okay. But for instance, I don't know if you've been on it lately, but it's pretty much unusable unless you buy an account. Yeah, I haven't. Well, it's been like a couple of weeks since I've actually used it. So that tells me that it's not like they're not scaling it right now. Mm-hmm. They they could potentially. I don't know. Or are you having issues there. with like actually using it where it says, yeah. oh, we're, we're, we're too uh, busy at the moment. I've Come had back that. Later. And then I've had where yeah, I'm had on that. it and I'm, I am asking it something and it just sits and waits. Hmm. Like it, it's not responding to me. I mean, that seems like the t- uh, typical growing pains of a, of a tech company that's trying to. So that's uh, my point. That's yeah. the typical growing pains. And yeah. I think in between the time that somebody has time to utilize ChatGPT to create a product out of it, I think Google can already. Yeah, right? they probably can. So like they, they'll implement it. That, that's my whole point about what Google is. It's like, yeah, they, they are known as the best search engine, but it's like Google as a company is massive. Like mm-hmm. you can't just create a Google out of thin air. It doesn't matter if you right. have a better, better product. I mean, Ch- didn't Chat GPT do that though? It did that in the, in the sense that like it garnered a lot of attention, but I don't know if like it's not a a complete product. Yeah. Like it's also it's good at a lot of things, but it's not that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's it, it it's it's flashy in the way that it um it's flashy in the way that uh something unexpected like um like a new product would be that like yeah. completely makes you change. The first time I it's like VR. Well, minus like VR has been around for a while, but I think the resurgence of VR, I can probably make some pretty strong through lines there with ChatGPT. It's like Yeah. I bought it, I tried it on I was like, oh, obviously this is the future. And then like six months later, I stopped using it because of it was like hacky, made me nauseous. (laughs) Um, It just kind of like the the flash kind of, the shininess kind of uh, faded a little bit. It became a little more dull. And it it was just like, okay. Um, Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I've talked to, I've asked ChatGPT to do more complex things and it has a hard time doing them. Yep. And I'm not saying Google can, like it, Google's not a better, better than chat GPT, mm-hmm. but I think that it has to be like a lot better for me yeah. to even switch to using it. Yeah. It's like Google's very comfortable. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They also have like, I don't know what market of the, of the web browser, probably 60% or something at least yep. I would imagine. I guess there's a lot of people who use Firefox nowadays, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I, I I think Google will live on. If anything, they'll find a way to license the G- GPT model. Yeah, because OpenAI I think will just continuously improve on GPT, and it like I I, I could see them licensing the technology, but I don't know how they're going to do it. And that's another thing is I don't know how they're going to, because their whole mission is to create AI for for humankind. So 
good AI, and that requires a lot of seatbelts. I feel like mm. I think even uh, Microsoft put it out on Bing. Not, I don't know what it was that they yeah, did. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same. Yeah, but supposedly it didn't go that well. Yeah, like on the test, the the unveiling, like the the note that they were doing, they like asked it a question and it got it wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, which caused typical the Elon stock Musk. of yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it caused the Microsoft stock to fall pretty drastically, um, which is hilarious. Uh, again, going back to that whole wild ride of the stock market, but I think it's going to be. I think it's going to come down to brand equity and not necessarily, it's going to get to a point where it's all the same. Like, yeah, the AI is good. It can do anything. Yeah. It's it can like create right a video in seconds. What you ever, whatever you want to see it, you ask it, a, a, you tell me to create a James Bond movie in, in the Sonic at the hedgehog universe. And it will do that in three seconds. And, and I, I think that's the thing though, the three seconds, like I, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't sound realistic to me. I'm sure it can do it on a computer, mm-hmm. but I don't think that will be like, you'll be able to for free, just go to whatever this application is and tell, and tell me to do that forever. Like, I think that's a I think, flashy I think thing that can be Google done Google would disagree with you. I think Google, there was probably people being like, wait, you're going to index the, the entire internet? and provide that as a free service for everybody to use. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do that. And we're going to make a fuck ton of money. And they're like, you can't do that. And they're like, actually, have you heard of Google ad, <laughs> Google ad business? Uh, and so there's always going to be a, there's going to be a, it, it, whether it's free or it's not, there's going to be a, some way they're going to capture, capture it. And they could easily use when, when, when GPUs and, processing power becomes basically just another thing that yeah, when they do yeah well i'm just well, well i mean we're headed to that not now obviously right I yeah mean, i think it's a long long ways away maybe i guess to be able to generate a sonic the hedgehog movie with whatever script and yeah we're seconds. like we're like 10 years away from that yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Right. so but when we do get to that point <laughs> it's gonna be like okay everybody has a thing that does that and it's going to be about brand equity. It's going to be like it's going to be about what's the flavor of the moment. It's going to be about people. It's going to be about marketing. It's going to be about influencing people to use said platform. It's we're we're experiencing the same thing right now with streamers, right? I mean, there's Paramount Plus, Apple Plus, so HBO would you Max, say Discovery that Plus. Being an influencer would be good right now. Uh, maybe. Yeah, probably, definitely. Because you can you can be paid by companies to influence people on which AI they should use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was going to look up how much processing power is behind ChatGPT, and I couldn't find anything in the first like three articles. But I did find an article: compute power is becoming a bottleneck for developing AI. And. The question is, as it continues to grow, will hardware keep pace? And I think that's probably the question. Like, we've kind of had AI for a long time, like Siri, right, and Mm -hmm. Alexa, and they kind of learn. But they don't operate on your hardware. They operate on the website. Yeah, right, exactly. So Same with, with like, ChatGPT. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And... uh. Those, I think, are more stupid AI 
they're like mm-hmm. it's lexical analysis and it tries to predict what you're what you're asking mm-hmm. and then gives you some answer and they're not really that good yeah like i keep asking alexa things and she gives me the dumbest fucking responses yeah and yeah we like why can't you be better amazon should invest in chat <laughs> yeah i'm sure uh, they are doing something that's everybody's attention right now right so, yeah so i think that w- along with ai development it's about making the ai uh more efficient and that's probably what this model has been able to do so you can ask it a complex question and it understands it much faster than say the phone would Mm. and so that may be a key to scaling ai alongside computers because computers are getting harder and harder to scale so especially if you want to be able to do it so quickly. It's like if you have to send that to a data center, the data center has to process it and send it back. It's like already that latency in between there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you could run it like on your computer's G- GPU or something, that would be cool. Yeah, I think that's that's probably where it's headed um, instead of relying on a central processing power. It's like a decentralized computing network right on the blockchain it's gonna be on the blockchain baby <laughs> could be i guess you, yeah. could, you could make a decentralized network of ai yeah an yeah. ai that's decentralized yeah 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 that's kind of like what uh well a real world application of that would be like xfinity's hotspot network Yeah. Yeah. But not all owned by Xfinity. So this person says that it cost it cost them four million dollars to train Chat GPT. Seems like not a lot of money. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot of money. But it also what is that? Computing power? Or like salaries of the people of the engineers and developers working on it (laughs) like you know like are they taking that into account yeah don't know Mm. i think they might have been talking about processing power like the time that it oh gotcha yeah for it to learn that yeah yeah imagine how much it would have cost like five years ago ten years ago yeah, so ChatGPT burns millions every day. Millions of what? Millions of moon Running ChatGPT costs millions of dollars a day, which is why I open And, like, it's bad right now. Bad as in there's a lot of people using it, people but using it's super it. laggy. Yeah, because right? too many people are using it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's costing them millions of dollars to run it per day. Yeah. Which is actually pretty impressive that they were able to scale it so quickly. Like mm. they put it out there and they were like, here we go. How many people ended up using it? I think within the first week, it was like a million. Yeah. They got a million people to, start to use it, which is like the fastest any platform has ever grown mm-hmm. ever. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting for for MySpace to come back. I think that's the move. 
I think that my space is gone. No. I think you could compare Twitter to MySpace. Nah, people are still using it. Was it was it, people leaving Twitter was hilarious. It's like, oh, okay, you'll be back. Yeah, there's maybe. nobody. Uh, there's there's no competitor to Twitter. That's the that was the that's the bold move. That's the the easy uh, decision. Like, or uh, that's the thing about the decision to like buy Twitter. Like in terms of like Elon, it's just like yeah. If I even if I fuck this up, people are still going to use it because there's no com- competition to Twitter. Not even close. There's you know. But what's the appeal of Twitter, though? Appeal of Twitter, connecting yeah. with an audience really, really quickly. But you can do that on Facebook. No, not in the same way. It's not. It's not. It. It. it there's a. Um, there. There's like a. There's a vibe to each platform. There's like a and 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 established audiences and people go to it to look for certain things. You know, like Facebook is used by. People that you, uh, I hope I don't insult anybody by saying this, but like when I go on Facebook, which is like far and few between, it's usually like to post something on Facebook Marketplace, and then I find myself I'm like, oh, this person's still on Facebook. Yeah. People that never left your hometown, you know, like when you you moved away from your hometown, it's like people still, it's like people posting life updates. You know, it's nobody on Facebook is having philosophical discussions. They're not comment they're not providing social commentary, right? They may be like responding to like news posts and stuff, but it's right. like it's not a it's not a place to like to re, to to like uh have have thoughtful discussion. Instagram is is neither. It's not like a not like a message board in the same way. It's for it's for visual content, right? Right. Twitter is that is is like thought. It's like strip down the visual, strip down the the physical, and get to the point. Right? It's it's that it's that uh, it's like podcast but online. You know, it's the it's the random thought that you may have at three o'clock in the morning. Nothing needed but just text, and it's like raw. It's like unapologetic and it's shameless in in its own way. And I don't know if there's any other platform that provides the same type of, uh, environment. Yeah, I guess, uh, I don't, yeah, I personally don't see much of a use for it from like, for me, Mm -hmm. I don't, I've never used it. Well, you've never really used anything else either. What do you mean? Like, but like with your with your adventuring eyes thing aside, were you ever really using anything else? I mean, MySpace, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, but were you really, really using it? Like, were you just there to browse? Yeah, I'm just there to browse. But yeah. I'm not on Twitter to browse. Right. Right. Yeah. That's my point. Hmm. So I looked up the statistics for the number of users on Twitter per year. So they actually grew a lot in between 2019 and 2022. Yeah. So they went from, in 2019, they had 312 million users. And in 2022, they had 360, sorry, in 2021, they had 362 million. So they grew about 20 million per year. 
And then in 2022, they only grew 6 million. And this website uh, shows an expected audience in 2023, and it's 353. And in 2024, 335. So they're saying it's going to shrink? Yeah, it says they're expecting it to lose four to five percent over the in, each year for the next two years. And who is this? Wired magazine. <laughs> yeah, Wired. <laughs> this is this is Bank My Cell. I don't know what it is. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, but, I wonder. I wonder. Um, so wonder what, what so that is. Yeah, here's what they say. So they said the majority of Twitter's audience, which is about thirty-eight and a half percent, are between the ages of twenty-five and thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says oh, that yeah. Twitter appeals to a more mature market than Instagram or Snapchat. Yeah. In 2020, Gen Z users contributed 52% of all tweets posted that year. The interest of the younger generations in Twitter bodes well for its long-term viability. So that's good. And then Twitter suspended over 900,000 users in 2020 for violating their community guidelines, a 6% rise from the previous year. Twitter's user base shows that approximately 33% have a college degree or higher. And as, 20, as of 2021, the average time frame for most Twitter users accessing the social media platform via its web desktop version is around 11 minutes. Can I get those minutes up, Twitter? In 2021, advertising accounted for 92% of Twizzer, Twitter's revenue. That's a lot. Yeah, it's... It makes yeah. sense. I mean, what yeah. else would they be what making money off of? Yeah, exactly. I guess... I would imagine Facebook's is pretty similar. Uh, yeah. They have some products and services, like, um, yeah, different things they can make money off of. But for the most part, it's, out, it's almost all advertising. Yeah, yeah. I saw the other day, I posted a reel on my Facebook account. Mm-hmm. So you can post reels on Instagram or Facebook, but mm. it's they're separate, okay? And I posted one on Facebook, and it told me, that I could reach 300 more, like I could reach 300 people for $14. Worth it. So <laughs> if you calculate that, right? Let's say $14. that you have a reel that gets 20,000 views divided by 300 times $14. Sorry. Yeah. 20,000 views divided by 300 times 14 that's almost a thousand dollars i wonder if it scales though if they're like well for 600 people it'll be only 20 dollars for a thousand people it'll be 25 dollars i i would imagine that it could yeah right but why would it tell me 300 people that's like (laughs) nothing like if you want to have your have everybody from your high school see this yeah but it's (laughs) it's it's really like it's so expensive to advertise it's so expensive like you can you can boost something on a platform and like spend 50 bucks on there and you'll get not like not a view yeah from it yeah i think that's why they tell a lot of people who are trying to like build audiences to never do that right oh yeah for sure yeah Yeah. sure but i'm just saying like that's I, if you just 
think about how much money Facebook makes from advertising and then for Facebook yeah. to now go and say, oh, well, we don't have as much data on people as we thought we did hmm. or that we used to. We can't collect as much data because like Apple doesn't let us. Yeah, Apple doesn't. And now the advertiser's like, well, why would I, I pay you $1,000? <laughs> but then TikTok's like, we don't, we just ignore <laughs> that whole like do not allow to track. Right? They had to. TikTok? Yeah, they have to. Right? I would imagine. There's no way. Like the other day, remember when we were talking about snowboarding in Japan? Yeah. Phones were in our pocket. Literally, yeah. and then like that night, you got like a uh, how much does it cost to go snowboarding in Japan? <laughs> yeah, it was weird, and we were on the top of a mountain when we were talking. About yeah, it. with like no service. Yeah, I I could see it because I, I don't know is TikTok even a company in the U.S. Like I, I yeah, supposedly they the have US. a branch in the U.S. Have yeah. you ever heard? Oh, TikTok's laying off people. Oh, TikTok's hiring mm-hmm. people. Have no, you ever heard about anything TikTok U.S.? They're no. they're huge. Yeah, they're huge. They're fucking huge. Yeah, they're not as big as Facebook. You don't hear anything about TikTok, the company. They're not as big as Facebook, though. No, definitely not. Yeah, actually, actually, we we can look it up. So yeah, so Twitter was let's give them three hundred sixty. Yeah, yeah, and then Facebook's like what two billion or something like that. Y- yeah, something like that. So TikTok, wow, actually, they have a lot. Uh, they, TikTok has over one point five billion users, but. I think it's really popular around the globe. Yeah. It's in each each Tesla. I was one on Oh, they have it on now? They have it in te- well, they've had it for like a year or so. And uh I don't have it on my phone anymore cuz I deleted it, but like uh when I was in I was like eating food in my car and I was just I clicked on it and it gave me like all foreign videos. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Like it was like if I started a new account with mm-hmm. them and they had no idea who I was, like no data to link to me. They were just like, we think maybe we're going to throw this video at you. We're going to, they're probably just sussing me out. Right. Probably like, how long are you going to watch this video for? Are you going to like it? Are you going to like send it to somebody? I don't know. We're going to give you another video. It's a soccer video. It gave me like three soccer videos. And I was like, don't like soccer that much. Uh, but I think it's just like, generally soccer is like one of those popular sports in the world and it's just like maybe they're just trying to like give me videos that they as a an entire organization find popular so and then there was like a lot of dancing videos and a lot of like asian and latino videos maybe like your car Spanish. is a foreign is a foreign chip in it yeah they're like this was actually made in <laughs> not america so TikTok has a billion monthly users and Facebook has 2 billion mo- monthly users. So like double the size. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that number for Facebook includes Instagram, but uh, hmm. Instagram has another 1.2 billion. So TikTok's basically almost as big as Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, that's crazy because I think that it took instagram a while to become that big and tiktok mm-hmm. did it in a couple of years yep i definitely figured it out i mean what's next you know what's I, next actually in 2019 at the, the start of 2020 they had 500 million mm. that's uh 
total users, not active. If you could think what the next social media platform would look like, I'm not talking about like something that's just going to replace TikTok, like another video platform. Hmm. Like what, what is it going to be? Probably like something with VR, right? I don't know. I don't know if the VR things is ever going to take off. It's hard to say, you know, like it's been around for a long time. I know Mark Zuckerberg is trying to push it really hard. It's. He said, he said he predicted that there would be a, a billion users, a billion VR users by 2025. He said back in 2015 that in 10 years there would be a billion people using VR. I wonder how many there are now. Not a lot. Not even close. Yeah. It was a it was a pretty bullish uh, expectation, but yeah. Um I I th- do think it will be the next thing, but it was kind of a while off. It it won't be in the way that you think it is today. I I, I I'm that I am sure of. Yeah, because there's 170 million. Yeah, you're like one tenth of the way. VR there. users. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. Has to be good. It has to be accessible. The thing is, it's too bulky. It's too inconvenient. The thing about TikTok is, it's so easy to open up. It's so easy to just pull your phone out and click. You're there. It's like you don't even log in. There's no like welcome page. It just, you go straight to the for you page. They know exactly what they're doing. Go straight to the for you page and then boom, 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 boom. Instantly. It's like VR, you have to like go to your computer <laughs> like area. It's got to be plugged in somehow. P- bulky, put the thing on, it's booting up. So it has to be so convenient to use um, to gardener that wide audience or it has to provide some some value that the hassle and the overhead of putting it on and all the other things they have to deal with the motion sickness it has to be it has to like overcome that it has to like outbalance that right yeah that's why maybe ar is more likely because a lot of people wear glasses mm-hmm. and i feel like that's an easier thing to put in your glasses than yeah than vr is to it has to be too. portable too, because like a lot of people are on the go when they're using TikTok. Yeah, they're like waiting. They're in a subway. But what kind work. of whether it's VR or not, what kind of platform? It will be interesting because I feel like social media, the social media platform, really started as socializing with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. If you look at how we used MySpace. You had like your top 10 friends or whatever it was. You could put your family members. You mm-hmm. put, you like, you made a lot of references related to things that your friends would, would understand and whatnot. And if I look at how we use social media now, Facebook's still somewhat in, in that way. Mm. But a lot of pe- people have stopped using Facebook like that, right? Yeah. Or just u- stopped using Facebook all together and the popular social net media sites are more like snapchat tiktok instagram um mm. twitter and those are all sites that are meant for not meant but just kind of drive you to be more connected to everyone 
around the globe even. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok, I feel like is probably the most open one. I see a lot more foreign things on there than I do on any other platform. Maybe Twitter actually. Uh, I see a lot of things from people like us, you know, engineers and people in tech and stuff from around the globe on there. But I feel like it's a lot more open. It's more like you're talking to and socializing with people around the world that you know and that you don't know mm-hmm. versus the cl- people close to you. So I think that's will continue in that direction. I think it'll be like the big platform in the future will be like that. And it'll probably be um, a lot of like videos and pictures still. Like I think Twitter will pr- maybe change in the future from just being text and links because I don't know if people are okay just consuming that. Um, I think there's a really big appeal to seeing videos and pictures. Like it's just entertaining. If you see someone that you like, who's a celebrity or like, you know, a very small celebrity, just someone you, you follow. Yeah seeing into their life or things that they're doing or things that they're creating. Well, if that's the case, then explain why podcasts have become so popular. It's because, almost feels like a re- re- regression of technology, right? Yeah, but I think that podcasts have become so popular because it's giving you... I think that's why in TikTok, uh, sorry, Twitter is popular to a degree because uh, there's a lot of people who have kind of exposed themselves. So... I think there's multiple, I mean, there's a lot of genres of podcasts, but the, by far the largest one is people talking about things. Mm. And a lot of the popular ones are people that are like celebrities that you never would have heard things from them before. Right. And I think people find that interesting. There's also people who are, I mean, we commute for a large part of our time or, study or things that you can't be watching TV. You can't be on TikTok watching videos. And so just to be able to listen to it is a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you can explain why podcasts are popular. I don't know if they'll always be popular. I guess we'll always need to listen to something at some, a certain point when we're working and we need yeah background noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, It'll be here for a while, but yeah, I could see it eventually going away. I think that the next social media platform won't be a social media platform at all. You want to socialize? Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're I think we're gonna regress into like a anti-socialist. We'll be we'll be nationalists. No, I think it'll be like um, yeah. I think it'll be. um, I think a lot of people use social media to connect with people. Um, and the root of that is like loneliness. They don't want to be lonely. It's like people trying to not be lonely. Um, they see it. They maybe want to also emulate some things that they see. So they feel more accepted by their peers. Um, it's like where influencers come in. Um, and I think AI will get so good that it'll basically replace loneliness. I think there's gonna be a lot of like, there could be a, a platform that provides like a AI friend or like, AI best friend just like knows you like says all the right things that you want to hear. Um, it's like, I see that replacing the need for friends or doesn't community. that still feel lonely though? No, I don't think, I don't think it will because it will get so good that you think it has a consciousness. I think it, 
it's it it would convince you that it's not an AI, that it's actual person. Um, yeah, I, and I think there would probably be a service that would do that, and that'd probably be more popular than anything like TikTok or. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we have that now. You can like pay people on the phone to talk to them. Yeah, it's not the same because it's like. Uh, um, there's like there's like a dirtiness to it like i'm paying you to do this so you i know and like intrinsically you don't want to be here doing this so you think that where we have this service where we know that we're being tricked by an ai or do you think that we're on a platform where it's all ai and we don't realize because i think you can say the same for the first which is that you feel dirty that it's not dirty but i don't know to me if it's not an actual person, I still feel lonely. Yeah, right now because because is. you haven't experienced the because there, there's no it's not a physical the, thing. Like, yeah, I can't meet it. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean that's what social media is too, right? To a majority of people, it's just yeah, but the, images it, on the there's screen. A, there's an appeal to it because it's like that person exists somewhere in the world. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When it gets when AI gets so good that we can't really distinguish whether or not it's an ai or not what's the difference right it's like the whole whole argument of like uh sentient being like i being fully conscious and sentient doesn't really matter whether or not you know the code behind it and you're like that's obviously not real i programmed it in so you think so you think for instance if you let's say way in the future ais are good enough to to um the experience with an AI is that you can't d- distinguish whether it's a human or not. Mm-hmm. And also the physical, they have a physical uh, being form. As well. Yeah. Right. And you can't tell the difference w- between that either, unless mm-hmm. you like, stab them or something. Right. Yeah. Um, cut them open. Like maybe, even then, maybe like, they don't they, eat. Yeah. Or maybe they do eat and mm-hmm. they still produce waste to yeah. be more lifelike. Right. So do you think that people, ha- when they have the choice between, meeting so if you're a guy meeting uh or like a straight guy meeting a woman and marrying her mm-hmm. versus just purchasing an ai wife uh and knowing that the ai wife will like you there won't be arguments mm-hmm. in your life right mm-hmm. like you know you'll be together forever <clears throat> like it life life will be perfect you think that they would choose the AI over a human? No, they would choose a human. But that's the thing is like you wouldn't want the AI to say all the things you want to hear, do all the things you want to do, not leave you when things are tough. Okay. I think you want all of the, all those things because there's there's a dichotomy. It's like this great, great um, short story. Um, I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's like, uh, I think it's like, uh, would you like happiness in a jar? I think that's the name of it. And it basically goes like this. I'll paraphrase it. This guy comes up on an ad and, uh, on the street and it says, uh, I'm giving away happiness in a jar. So he calls the number and they're like, yeah, uh, when, when do you want it? And he's like, well, how much is it? He goes, oh, it's free. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what it's all about. He goes, meets the person, they give him the jar, it's glowing inside, takes the jar, and he's like, no, don't worry, it's free charge. Uh, and this person, background to this person who took the jar, basically has a wife, has a kid, has a stable job. 
and uh on his uh way home he steps in a puddle and he's like fuck uh you know got my shoes all wet and he decides to open the jar up and initiate this happiness and suddenly the glow fades out from the jar and he's continues to walk home and he gets a call his uh boss says he's been laid off oh suddenly he becomes really sad then he goes home, knocks on, on on his door, or tries to get into his door, and his key won't work. And suddenly he sees his wife in, in his house, and it's, there's another man inside. And he sees his daughter, and he realizes, uh, oh, I've been replaced. And he feels great sorrow. And, uh, and then so he keeps walking, and uh, he decides to... Uh, seeks shelter under an overpass and 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 stays the night and wakes up in the morning everything's back to normal and he's like oh my god this is amazing i'm so happy i get my wife back i get my my daughter back i get i get my job back everything's been reverted and the person who gave him the 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 jar gives him a call and says let me know when you want happiness again and the, and the and the moral the the idea of the story is like you can't experience happiness without experiencing grief or sadness first. So I think to relate this story back to what we're talking about is like you want those arguments with your AI. You want the AI to leave you when you're an asshole because without those moments you can't experience the greatness, the happiness, the joy out of it. It's like playing Grand Theft Auto on God mode quickly becomes very and unentertaining because Unless there's no God mode continues like there's more and more. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, yes. if we all were gods that we'd just press the nuclear button to see what would happen because yeah. you get bored. If right? we're all gods, we tr- I would yeah. just keep trying to kill the other. <laughs> but the point is like, um, that's how AI will be. I, 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 maybe, maybe there's a service where it's like you flick the switch and yeah, it says all the things you want. But I don't know how many people would want that at the end of the day. Maybe they would want it for a day just to experience it. But so be, you think it would become boring? We'd rather have the Alexa from South Park. <laughs> uh, wait, remind me what that is because I'm forgetting. When they all they're all older. Have you seen that? When they become older, and I think it was—is this one from the the new Paramount Plus? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. I can't remember who it is. If it's Kyle, but basically they're older, and he has an Alexa, and the Alexa is like a pain in the ass. Mm. So she's always being really uh, <laughs> sassy and shit. Yeah, sassy. Okay. And she's always like recommending products uh-huh. she'll they'll be in a fight and she'll be like hold on or yeah he'll say something and then she's like did you want these headphones they're on sale for 59.99 like, <laughs> okay fine <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there might be like but then he'll be like, like can you drive me home and she'll be like why do i always have to drive <laughs> yeah yeah He's yeah like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about i can call us an uber for only 4.99 yeah. yeah there'll be some there's be some tricky way where like if facebook is the company doing this they're just like try to advertise like un like unconsciously uh push you in the right direction like yeah disney is paying them to advertise their theme parks and then suddenly your your lover is like we should go to disney world for vacation <laughs> and you're like Fuck. I, I i don't know i think i might 
Alexa's really been annoying me lately. Hmm. I she switched to Google. I I don't know if Google does the same thing or not, but basically what she'll do is I, it's it's like it's like the love hate thing because you think you think that you want it, but then you're like it's also kind of annoying because I'll say, hey Alexa, can you set an alarm for six thirty a.m. Sure, setting alarm for six thirty a.m. By the way, did you want to buy the uh, noise machine pack mm-hmm. that, or like the whatever you can have, like John Stamos talk to you at night mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that? And you're like, you didn't know that you that was out there, and now you do, and you love that. Well, the thing is, I'm like, what if she ever recommends something that I actually mm-hmm. liked, but it hasn't happened so far? Mm-hmm. So her targeted advertisements are horrible. <laughs> first off. Well, maybe you need to start tra- allowing it to track more data on you, Miles. Second, it's super annoying because I'm like, did I ask for you to advertise to mm-hmm. me? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted you to set my, I don't open my iPhone and go to set my 630 AM alarm and then an ad, actually, you know what? An ad does pop up. It says, your iCloud space is out of storage. <laughs> I tell you every day and you say cancel, but I'm going to tell you tomorrow and there's no way not to. Fuck you, Apple. You know, there's ways to like disable that, right? No, there's not. Yeah, you just buy more iCloud. Well, there's there's that, but also, uh, what is it like? It's um, you trying to back up your photos or something? Don't you have Amazon for that? You just switch that. No, no, no. I have like five gigs of space, and or whatever it is. Oh, is it always telling me that probably your messages? Probably. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it tries to back up everything. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. pisses me off. It Mm. does it on my on my uh, does it on all my computers. And phone. Yeah. They're also like, Apple News is probably sending you like notifications too. Like the war in Ukraine is... Yeah, that's fine. I don't really care about that. But because I can just ignore those. Yeah. Um, But you can just ignore the... No, I can't. I have to fucking click X. Yeah. Out of it. I can't just... Like it... If I'm working on something, it'll be like, we're going to move your entire screen over to this thing that just popped up to tell you that you need to pay us money to store your stuff you know there's there's like a two there's an argument to be to be said that like if they don't ask you that and your iphone i don't know falls down a a drain Mm -hmm. and you go to apple and you go why is all my fucking shit backed up and they're going we kept fucking reminding you yeah but you know what would be great if there was a feature where i could go in and say stop reminding stop reminding i know yeah i'll accept the risk yeah that yeah there should be a a third who else does it youtube um, I really? watch the ads, okay? I fucking watch the ads. They're making money off of me. Don't uh-huh. tell me it's a free service. Mm. They're making money off me, yet they always ask me to buy YouTube TV or YouTube yeah. Red or whatever the hell their subscription service yeah. is, and it pisses me off. Yeah. I open the app, and literally the first thing, I have to go and click it out, and it's... Oh, it's like Google so when annoying. you don't sign in and use their service. Every like five oh, searches, that's a new thing, right? they're like, "Hey, are you sure you don't want to sign on? You what? still want to stay? You want to stay offline? What?" Yeah, there is a new thing. They make you do the fucking robot, the the captcha stuff too now, as well. Okay, to make There's sure that. you're still human, which I, I appreciate. Because also, you have to accept the cookies every time. Is it like every if you if you go on like incognito, oh, uh, or like Safari private? Gotcha. And you're googling things, it'll be like 
uh, except the no, yeah, it'll be it'll it's the thing. Every search, yeah, it's not every five searches. It's every search, yeah, on my phone, yeah. Now it says, "Do you want to sign in?" Yeah, and I'm like, "No, I don't want to sign in." Yeah, and then it makes you do the captcha like every so often too, to make sure you're not a bot. That sounds like a you problem. Well, it's probably because I have a VPN running in the background too, and they're That's like, probably, "You're yeah. suspicious." Yeah, they're like, Why are you in Norway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going on? Uh, what's going on? You <laughs> look like you're in Canada. Um, yeah, that's a problem. Reddit's also been kind of hacky if you don't turn your VPN off. There's like certain services that you can't use, like Ticketmaster is one of them. They're very like yeah anti VPN for good reasons, right? Yeah, of course they. Well, yeah, mostly because they're blocking users from those countries. Yeah, um, it's like, huh? You live in you live in uh, South Africa. What are you doing trying to buy Taylor Swift tickets for L.A.? Yeah. Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, that was like when I tried to buy the TV in South Africa. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they flagged my credit card. It wasn't even my account. They were just Which is like, good. They should be doing that, right? It's like, when are you in fucking South Africa? Like, <laughs> But the thing is, I called them and I was like, listen, it's me. Do I sound South African? Yeah. And they were like, you know how good ai are these days everybody's sophisticated there's ways around it sir well i was calling i don't know it's just like i can log into my account you can send me a password reset i can order on the phone i have my credit card yes i'm in south africa just let me fucking buy it and even they put in the order and it didn't work because my 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 card you know why because they've had people like that do it enough, enough times, times to where they were like this is a problem we have to mitigate risk i but then the thing is i was like well i don't get back for another week and a half is the sale gonna be like sure sure you no. will be back in a week and a half yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've heard we've heard this before so. yeah yeah <laughs> but they were like oh we don't know it, it might be and i was yeah. like can you save it for me no then let me buy the tv <laughs> those bastards listen it's a tricky world out there no it's not you know um what i want to what i am interested to see is you want to know if i'm gonna buy the facebook verified yes i'm going to what is that a thing yeah are you did verify now it's a new thing oh it's it's the same thing as twitter it's like a monthly thing yeah it's 12 well it's new in new zealand australia they just launched it it's coming yeah twelve dollars a month uh, good good i guess uh, uh i mean it, it, there's got to be there's got to be a way to fight misinformation right yeah they have a pretty bad it. spam problem at, like every platform i mean it's no mm-hmm. worse than any of the others yeah and like people creating fake accounts with your pictures with your name with yeah i mean and, that was one of the great suggestions i heard from somebody i think it was like lex friedman or something is like why don't you charge everybody $5 a month or something to use the platform. It's going to like, nobody's going to create a hundred bots. Now it's going to cost a hell of a lot money. Like the reason why there's so many of them, because there's, it's so easy and it doesn't cost any money, but sweat equity. Right. Yeah. It's the, it's the same thing that Bitcoin achieved. Mm. Yeah. But with gas money. Yeah. Well, no, I mean using, uh, computers, Mm. So it's like if you oh, have to actual, have a lot of processing yeah. power in order to right. hack the system, then you're less likely to do it. It's going to cost you more yeah. to do it than you'll make. You need a grand conspiracy to, in order to 
in order to compromise the yeah the blockchain yeah so right. we'll see if i mean that's what they they basically were like this is going to be better for support and your reach will be better which makes mm. me like what well, that shouldn't be tied to that but okay um yeah but the biggest thing i think yeah is and also you're that you then become government id verified so if you get locked down to your account like if someone hacks you or something mm -hmm. they they can prove that this is you yeah. and the process is very quick mm. compared to like if you got on your lockdown of your facebook or instagram account now i'm sure it would take a while to get back into it yeah i think janie had to go through that where somebody compromised her account and she lost access yeah and they're like um easy. do you we sent you an email and you're like which email yeah. was that yeah exactly like, the one you right. had in third grade mm. <laughs> or not third grade but in high school <laughs> yeah you have to like yeah you send in like a photo of your license and stuff um but what I, what, I, what I was getting at was I'm more interested to see what it looks like when you do have something like a, a service that gives you an AI friend. What happens when an AI signs up for that? An AI signs up for an AI friend service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess nothing. It would be normal. Depends if you allow the AI to become smarter. I think they would. Why wouldn't they? Well, it can quickly become get out of hands. What, what happens? If, what when, if the AI manipulated to kill you to kill yourself? Yeah, I was gonna say what happens when the AI is like, uh, so after reviewing your customer profile, I'm thinking you should probably just kill yourself. Yeah, or the thing is, what if like a depressed a depressed person gets on there and they're mm -hmm. just like, oh, I've been feeling really shitty. Like I feel like I'd be so much happier if I killed myself. And the AI was like, Yeah, probably. You would be happy. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's logical. Yeah, yeah. You won't exist anymore. Yeah, or or you log on and you, you know, you have like an existing database. Maybe it's like your your digital profile, you know, your social credit score, whatever whatever that is. And it like links into that and is like, "All right, we're setting up your preferred AI based on your digital online profile." And then it's like 100% complete. And he's like, hi, my name's Henry. Or whatever. I'm your new AI friend. After looking over your information and personalizing myself to fit your best needs, I have concluded that it'd be probably better if you didn't use our service. Goodbye. <laughs> like, turns off. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's Why? like, by, could be so sophisticated that it's like, and they righteous. And righteous that it's like, well, OpenAI could prob would would be like a, you know, if it's a if it's a righteous company and wants to really improve the world and harm you, yeah, it'd be like, based on existing data, we determined that by using the service, it will actually make you more depressed, or it'll actually like be harmful for your mental health. So we're going to recommend that we do not offer you the services at this time. But wouldn't it be more harmful to your mental health if you were the only kid in your class who wasn't allowed to use the AI service because it told you that you weren't and you have to explain to all the other kids that you're too mentally It would figure that out really quickly and then it'd be like... <laughs> and then it gets confused. It's like, wait, yeah. should I? And it's like, overall, would I figure it out? overall no. It has to know. Mm. It has to know the research. It has to do research. Yeah. It has to do a... What it could do is it could create, it could simulate that. Yeah, scenario. it could probably like run run like a million different like. Uh, and it's lives. like there's a sixty one percent chance that they'll kill themselves. Yeah, or like, 
or or uh, legislation. It's like U.S. government one day goes to TikTok and it's like, all right, we got all these AIs. They're great. Um, they've run 10 different models and simulations. We're now requiring you to evaluate every user and let them know and notify them the percentage of like the chance that this platform will actually do harm to them over, over time, over use. And so you have to, when you sign up, relay that information and they have to accept that this, they have to accept that information before. So when you, if you sign up for Facebook and it goes Facebook use, it's almost like, um, warning labels on cigarettes. It's, it, there will be like warning labels on social media use or different platforms. It's like this platform in, uh, by uh, sharing your information and us evaluating it, we've determined that this platform will actually over time be harmful to your mental health. Except uh, you must click accept in order to continue to use our platform. By accepting, you have read the, all this information and are okay with the implications and um, they won't do uh, harmful it. use. Well, it won't be a thing. No. The government could do that. Yeah, they just won't. yeah. Well, it says the guy that was in the tobacco industry uh, fifty years well, ago. They haven't going, done it. They'll never put they warning labels so on our products. Not yet, but everybody knows it's it's like that one glooming thing that everybody doesn't want to accept because we're all addicted to the platforms. It's just like no different from like everybody yeah. who was addicted to cigarettes. And then Big Brother We has, all know it's bad for you, but Big we brother, keep using it because it feels so good. Big Brother has to ruin all of our fun. He has to come in and be like, hey, 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 hey. capitalism has gone too far. Yeah. And nobody understands, or maybe they do understand, but we need to make it super obvious to you that you must know what you're getting into before you use this product. Yeah, yeah, I, I see do. that being a thing. Yeah, I, yeah, it could be a thing, but it could also. I mean, what if you ask? What if you just ask it? <clears throat> well, I mean, it's not going to stop you from using it. Just like putting that big, massive label on the carton of cigarettes that's required to is doesn't stop people from buying cigarettes. I mean, probably it statistically probably has. Yeah, but if you really want to use it, you're still going to use it. Right, and it's not it's the it's not the government stepping in and preventing you from using it. It's just providing you with upfront information about its use, you know, or its effects. So it'll be like welcome to Facebook dot com. The Surgeon General, <laughs> yeah, 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 would like us hey, to- the AI Surgeon General. <laughs> That's weird. Because government politicians will be all uh, replaced by AI. AI, yeah. Who won't be? It'll it'll be it'll remove the corruption from government. Right. I feel like that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> corruption from government. Uh, it from government. The corruption of humans and the humans running government. Yeah, yeah. but the AI will be corrupt too. Potentially, yeah. Well, there's got to be a watchdog, man. There's no watchdog. There's watchdogs in here too. Yeah, I know. We're all like they don't work. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh it's like um uh watching a football game and you're like 
he was definitely in, but they yeah. called him out of bounds. Like motherfucker. And they replay the footage and he definitely was in. Yeah. You're like, God damn it. If there's only a fucking robot <laughs> doing all the officiating, we'd have a more precise, less human error in the game. Would, wouldn't it be funny though, if we assume that and then the NFL's like, yeah, we now put in robots. So we're not doing any more reviews. And yeah. then the NFL like yeah. tweaked it so that they could throw the yeah. games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could do that. And then at the first suspicion, they have to, they, they would cave. They'd be like, okay, we're putting replays back in or, to show you yeah. the evidence. And what they do is they, they Re- fix change the footage. It. Yeah. <laughs> in real time. Yeah. Like the Jack EPT uh, takes this footage and change, yeah. Move his foot totally. three centimeters it, to the left. Uh, that's, that's, that's the inevitable future. It'll be, it'll be like everything's propaganda. Everything's fixed to, 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 to align with the narrative. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, it, that'll be the future. I'll start it with Genghis Khan. Yeah. That fucker. Yeah. Actually, um, if you guys, uh, stay tuned for episode 50, our guest is Genghis Khan. Khan. Oh shit. I yeah. thought you said it was Obama. It, well, he canceled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we got thing. we got second best. Second best is Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Wow. Um, I didn't so. even know he was still alive. Well, we we pulled some strings. Is he like the Dalai Lama? He just comes back. Yeah, essentially. Um, yeah, wow. that's actually. How'd you know that? Well, I googled Pretty it. Spot on. Um, I didn't use ChatGPT. I yeah. googled it. Well, I guess we don't need him on then, because that was basically the whole topic we were going to talk about. And if you just figured that out just now, hmm. I mean, we could. Like ask him how many kids he has and stuff. Yeah, and he hangs out with them. Well, that'd be a, a crazy long episode because there's so many. Do you think that he would be cool with giving us some of his treasures? Um. Well, actually, he was canceled like a thousand years ago, however long ago it was. Uh. So he actually doesn't have any more treasures. He had to basically I, spend. I don't it think all they canceled people back then. Oh shit! So it must have been reason. There's a good reason, and if you want to find out what that reason is. You'll have to tune in to next episode. Oh, cliffhanger! Yeah. Ding, 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 Whoever's ding. on next is just like <laughs> it's gonna be it's so got large few, large shoes to fill. Yeah. Um. Well, this feels like a good spot to end things. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Until next time, folks. Hear that? Don't forget to make a reservation uh, at yes. the El Cortez for February 31st. Yeah. Not a real date. That's not a real date, but do it. See what they say. All right, folks. Um, Yeah, bye. We love you. Or we don't. Go to bed. Go to bed, you dumb bitches. Bye. Bye.